The fool doth think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. That's a Shakespeare quote right away. Good morning from Copy Cottage. I'm your co-host Eleanor and I'm with my co-host Matthew. Good morning everyone. And today we're talking about the Dunning-Kruger effect. This is when somebody who's generally incompetent thinks they're better than they are or thinks they're an expert in in a, in, in a certain field. Yeah, it's a low, low ability individuals that lack uh, so self-awareness. So they make bad decisions because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and I guess the most obvious example of that is when you're in a workplace situation and maybe you have a boss or somebody above you or who's been promoted who thinks they know everything, but in actual fact know very little. Yeah, and often they lecture the very people that do know exactly what they're doing and are really competent. Uh, it's awful to see, isn't it? Especially when it's somebody who is smart, edu- who's had a lot, of exper- a lot of experience in their field, years of experience usually, and this person is being patronising to them. Yeah, but they're also suffering from the Dunning-Kruger effect because they know so much mm-hmm. that they actually begin to self-doubt because they know that there are things that they don't know. Right, so it's a bit like imposter syndrome where yeah. you lack confidence. And- yeah. Yeah, totally. So why are we talking about it with regards to copywriting? Well, because we have seen this, uh, one particular example I I recalled a few years ago now, where we were doing some work for a client and there was one particular piece of copy that was not converted. We knew what to do to make it convert. We knew how to change it. But for some reason, the client couldn't let it go. They wouldn't change it. They were kind of stuck with it. And this, the person was not a copy expert. They obviously brought us in for our expertise. You know, they, they weren't good at writing but by a long shot, and that was perfectly normal. That's fine. Yeah, I actually, I think I remember what you're talking about here. They'd actually got the, the, the copy done by a professional before mm. we got to it. Yeah. And for some reason, although it wasn't working for them, hence the reason they got us to look at it, mm. they stuck doggedly mm. to one piece of, uh, piece of that, that website copy and uh, they wouldn't budge because they absolutely were 100% sure of the person that had done it before. Is that the case you're talking about? Yeah, well, maybe the person who did it before was suffering from dunning Yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> who knows? It's a chain reaction. Absolutely. So where else do we see it then in copy? Well, I don't know if it's so much in, in the copy, but in the copywriter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We sometimes think we know better than our client. Yeah, and you can apply that to any profession, really, if you really think about it. Uh, I think ego, especially in the creative space, can get in the way. Sometimes with copywriting, you can write such a the perfect, what you think is the perfect piece, and the client say, no, sorry, I want something different. Because at the end of the day, the client knows their customers and their product more than what you do. Or sure. Okay, so what's the solution? The solution for copywriters in our, our profession is obviously to explain why we've put a piece of copy there. And, and that's that's quite usual in copywriting when you uh, present a piece. You explain why you've put the words where they are, why you've used certain words, why this copy works, and explain it to the client. Yeah, that's one very good uh, suggestion. I, I also um, am a real strong believer that when you write copy, um, that you get it edited, that you get someone to proofread it. Yeah, or even at least if you've got any doubts, 
to perhaps take a break and go back and look at it the next day. Yeah, that's true. There are many uh, tips and tricks about how to uh, proof your own work, and that's probably something for a different podcast. But getting a second pair of eyes is is, is crucial, really. To somebody to cop to critique your copy. <laughs> What's critique? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my my French accent. Exactly. So apart from uh, clients. Uh, at work and as copywriters where else do we see it social media ah yeah we've all done it we've seen the comments and thought well hang on they've not actually even probably read the original post or the comment that they're referring to yeah usually they just read the first line which in copywriting speak is the hook so they've been hooked but <laughs> but don't actually read the whole post, which can be so annoying for the original post. I've had that happen to me before on uh, many I occasions. I can't think of a time where it hasn't happened <laughs> to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so funny. But So, yeah, there's lots of uh, examples of Dunning-Kruger at work. Maybe our listeners can provide us with some more, either at work, on social media, or in your personal life. at home yeah absolutely yeah we've all seen it where one uh, one of the partners knows it all yeah we certainly have Matthew <laughs> uh, over to you Ellen. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying you're a know-it-all maybe I'm the know-it-all well there's the old saying isn't there those people that uh, that think they know it all are really annoying to people like me that really do know it all <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, let's rename it to the know-it-all effect. Do you have the know-it-all effect? Do you know someone who has the know-it-all effect? We'd love to know. Yeah, we'd love to know it all. Okay, until next time, love, peace and quick copy. Bye. Bye.